Welcome to Grounds for Discussion, a book club podcast for the average Joe. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Laura. And I'm Becky. And today we are discussing the book, The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime by Mark Haddon. Quite a mouthful so, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. It's a very long title, but as you will find out, there's a reason. <laughs> um, so, so Beck, um, are you drinking some coffee? Oh, you yes. Coffee with you? Yes. What you drinking? Uh, Anything so new and different? I told you last time that I bought the seven weeks coffee, which... Yeah, how is it? Uh, I... I liked it. Um, oh, it was that doesn't t- sound great. Uh, well, no, I, there's some different <laughs> options like to buy, and I might try a different okay. one next time. Not that it was bad. It okay. just wasn't as dark. I like a dark roast, and it wasn't. Oh, okay, so, okay, um, too light. That was my bad, but um, it wasn't. It like when I drink it, I was like, this is a different flavor, like. Not bad, just not like, wow, coffee flavor. You know what I mean? It was, it was interesting. Um, Huh. Yeah. But then. That's different. On Saturday, I went to Murfreesboro Farmer's Market with Ellie and we were walking around and I saw these coffee roasters from, there were a couple from Murfreesboro, like they do it in Murfreesboro. And I picked up one from, it's called Sanders Brothers Coffee. And okay. it, that's what I'm drinking right now. It is very good. And I will be buying more of it. <laughs> I don't know nice. like, if All they right. have an actual store or if they, I don't know. I'll have to look into it. But this one do they, is. Do you know if they like. What's that? Are they like a roaster? Yeah. Do you know if they they're ro- like a roaster? Yeah, like they, they do their they own. They roast their own? Mm-hmm. Nice. And I thought of you because on the back they have the stamp of when they, um, <gasps> when they did it. Oh. And always to me that's a big sign of like, okay, these people know what they're doing. Yeah. Because they're gonna give you the information that you want to know. Yeah. So. And one of the yeah. things that really sold me against some of the other ones that it has a little Bible verse on the back, and I was like, oh, they're a Christian organization. So, I don't, I don't know much nice. about them other than. I bought the dark roast. It's delicious, and I will be buying more. So, yeah. Nice. All right. Well, you have to um, update me on that, but also on if you do end up getting a different yes. roast from the seven weeks, because I want to hear more about that, yes. too. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. You'll have to let me know. I'll let you know. What about you? Yeah. Um, well, I, I, this, this week and last week and next week, Asher has a little like band camp thing in the morning. Oh, yeah. And so I just had to like try to grab something yes. fast because yeah. I didn't get, because it's summer and I didn't get up on, you know, in time right. to make and coffee on my own. And should be able to sleep in in the summer. <laughs> a big surprise, right? <laughs> um, so of course I, <laughs> I stopped by Starbucks and I got, I'd, I've gotten this before, but, um, it's the um, brown sugar oat milk mm. shaken espresso. Okay. I don't know if you've ever had that one. No. Um, and I'd had it maybe once before and not been a huge fan. Okay. But I was like, you know, I'm going to give that one another try because since I tried it, I've really gotten into oat milk. I just think it, it adds a really nice flavor mm-hmm. to coffee. And so I actually uh, have kind of been enjoying it. It's like Good. it's a little bit um, like like a darker flavor, I'm going to call it. Okay. Maybe. 
Um, like, you know how, like, when you get, like, a, um, oh, like a dark caramel or something that's mm-hmm. sort of, like, got that darker mm-hmm. notes to it? Yeah. It's more that side of things. Okay. But I really kind of like it. Because lately, I don't know, like, a lot of stuff has been too sweet for me. Okay. Where I'm like, mm, that, that's too sweet. Yeah. Like, I needed a little di- yeah. dialed back on the sweet and more coffee, yeah. you know? I, so, yes, um. I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so this is like that kind of that perfect balance. Like it's got a little bit of sweet from the brown sugar flavor, mm-hmm. but it's mostly like dark, you know? Yeah. So I've got, I've been enjoying it. Yeah. Nice. It's pretty good. I so. love that you are anyway. not afraid to try new drinks at Starbucks because I always think, oh, it's so much money. I don't want, I want to know that I I'm going to love it, you know? And I know, right? Like, I should just I should just stick to the stuff I know. Because sometimes you do end up getting something that you don't really love. But have the, I think the th- thing that maybe makes me a little bit different is that having worked there, I know that, like, if I get something that I genuinely hate, yeah. I can always take it back and be like, look, I tried this for the first time, yeah. and I just don't like it. Yeah. Like, can you make me something different? And they will gladly do that. Yeah. So, um, so I think I have a different, and you, and sometimes you don't have time to do that, right. and that's understandable. But well, um, also, usually it's like I feel you know, like customer service isn't what it used to be. <laughs> so like, and th- and that's true. I don't know. Um, so there is there is that for sure. But sometimes if I'm if I'm feeling like I want to try something new, yeah, I'll go on a day when I have time to go in yeah. and just be like, look, I love coffee, but I've kind of been in a rut. Like, here's the kind of things I like. What do you recommend? Yeah. And because they are making stuff all day, every day, they know a lot of different things. And mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine this has changed. When I was there, we experimented all the time on oh, our yeah. own. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, just because, you know, if you have a minute, it's just something fun to yeah. do. And you're allowed to have a certain amount of free drinks. So, you know, mm-hmm. they're always going to be, like, experimenting. And I know they're going to find cool stuff that no one is going to drink unless you ask. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Because it's not on the menu. Yeah. So, um, so I've had a few of those where I'm like, hey, like, what do you, what do you guys like? Yeah. What are you making that's cool? You know? And they'll tell me and they'll be like, hey, or here's what I like. It's got this and this and this, which isn't really a drink, but it's really good. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'll be like, okay, cool. Make me that, you know? Yeah. So, um, so yeah. And especially when you're asking for one of those, uh-huh. they're very happy to remake it if you don't like it because okay. they know, well, that's like, good that's not know. even a real drink that I made, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Very good So if you know. make that connection with the barista, they're much more happy to like, uh-huh. you know, I mean, usually, usually they're happy anyway. If I just approach it like, look, I don't mean to be a jerk, but I tried this and I, yeah. I'm just, I don't care for it. You know, yeah. like <laughs> usually if you do it really kindly, they're more than happy yeah. to, well, I <laughs> you know, like make something else. Even if you go in and just order coffee now, it's like everybody's doing the mobile, everybody's like, and so people yes. are in and out, it's even less personal. And so I know, you know, for a person to just go in and have a conversation with them, I feel like that's True. almost a burden for them. And, like, and you know, I would if say, you know that it's a time when a, not, a lot of people will be there, then, yeah, I, w- I would right. totally do that. I would totally do that. But I yeah, just Yeah, you definitely have bad. to pick your moments. Yeah, you definitely have to pick your moments. Yeah. And I would say, you know, kind of read the situation. Like, some places right. that I've been to are just, nobody there is, like, 
in a mode to talk yep. at all. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, whatever. But I sort of know the ones that I've been to where I'm like, right. these people seem like they would be fine to, yep. to talk for a minute yeah, see, or whatever, you know. Yeah, you have um, to know your yeah, barista and, a little bit, I guess, too. And it's not that I know the specific barista. It's just that you can get a feel oh, for yeah. it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if you walk and in and there's a zillion people. And if they see you every once in a while, they know that you're you know. a regular customer. I think, you know, yeah. at least seeing your face every once in a while, they might be more prone I would say to... for me, if I was at the register and somebody was like actually asking questions, that would actually be kind a, of fun. a good thing because yeah. it's something to take you out of the just, here's the drink, do the yeah, thing, uh-huh. put it down the line to the next person. Okay. Like yeah. it takes you out of that like yeah. factory mentality for a minute and you can just talk about coffee, yeah. you know, like, yeah, that's so true. anyway. Yeah. So for some of them, I, I think they do get into the mode of factory and they don't want to talk. But for some of them, it's like, oh, I get to actually, yeah. like, be a human in uh-huh. this interaction instead <laughs> of just a machine. Okay, cool. You know. Well, so, for the yeah. sake of the I can understand that. I will give it a shot. Yeah. It's all about that. Yeah, give it a try. <laughs> exactly. You never know. You might find somebody who's, like, really happy to tell you about interesting things in yes. coffee. So. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, cool. for most people, that's probably way more than they care about, and that's fine. So, but that's okay. I'm, I'm always I excited to, find to it hear fun and interesting. about your coffee choices. <laughs> so, okay, so this book, you ready to? I am. Jump in here. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, uh, you want me to do a little? Yeah. Kind of overview. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it is written from the narrator perspective of a, I believe, 15-year-old boy in England. I don't remember exactly where, like Swindon maybe or something, which I couldn't tell you off the yeah. bat where that is. But anyway, um, so, and he is autistic. Mm-hmm. He's on the spectrum. So he goes to a special school that's for... Um, it's not specifically for autistic kids, I don't think. I think it's for kids with any kind of special needs. Mm-hmm. And he um, he just has, I mean, because he's autistic, he just has a very unique voice. And so everything that he says is very accurate and precise. Mm-hmm. And so um, from the very first sentence, like you can tell that this narrator is just like different. And that is why, for instance, the um, the title is so long, because this narrator is, is, he's looking at things from just a very different perspective. So he wants to be very precise and say, it's a strange thing, and it happened, and it was a dog, and it was in the, you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he wants to give you all of the things right. and be very precise. <laughs> um, so at its heart, it's kind of like a mystery slash um almost coming of age slash mm-hmm. I mean it's like it's kind of it kind of defies genres a little bit yeah because I think it's supposed to be almost like a a a mystery written by an autistic person but it's really more than that mm-hmm. I think don't yeah. you yes like I don't really I, know how else to describe it I walked into it kind of thinking that it was uh like youth literature oh um, okay i think just because the cover kind of deceived me a little bit it just looks like okay. a, a not a kid's book but definitely like an adolescent and i would like say it's kind of thing not. <laughs> no um, it is not there's like so 
Yeah, so the basic storyline, it opens with this author who's autistic, um, him finding a, I think the first scene, I can't remember, but pretty quickly, he finds a dog in his neighborhood Mm -hmm. that has been killed with a, um, like a, uh, what's it called? Like a garden fork? It's not like a... What are, what are those things called? I can't think of the name of it. But anyway, he calls it a fork. So at first I'm like, I'm picturing an actual like fork you right, eat with. Right, right. And when I'm first reading that, I'm like, how do you kill a dog with a fork? Right. That doesn't even make sense. Like, I don't, you'd have to, I don't even know what you'd have to do. Really? <laughs> Get in there. Sense yeah. to me. <laughs> I know, right? But, um, but then it comes out later. Okay, it's like a garden tool. Yeah. Like a, yeah. So I can't think of the name of what we would call it in the States. But anyway. Gardeners will know, I'm sure. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so he finds this dog and he is, because he's autistic, he feels, I think, more at home with animals than with people. And so he feels really badly about this and he just feels like he needs to know who did this. Mm-hmm. Why would they do this? And, um, this person, whoever it is, really needs to be punished. Mm-hmm. And we got, I, and nobody's doing anything about this. So it's down to me. So, um, so the story start. it's, it's him trying to figure out who did this, mm-hmm. but along the way, um, a lot of stuff comes up out about his parents mm-hmm. and, um, his neighbors and it's just all through the eyes of this autistic child. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's the basic framework yeah. for the book. But, um, yeah, so where do you want to start? Well, what do you, um, what are you interested in? I, I want to know, like, what drew you to this book? Did you find it interesting? Were you, uh, satisfied with it? Like with, you know, the storyline, the ending, I guess that's yeah, a bunch of different I, questions, but. <laughs> so I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember how I first heard about this book. Cause it's not a new book. I, okay. I think it's like t- maybe early 2000 like 2005 maybe or something um and it was kind of I think people had sort of heard about it at the time I don't know if people still you know probably younger people wouldn't have heard of it but I think at the time it got it got some some uh some recognition and some you know like it was kind of in the in the book world um people knew about it but anyway um I, so I don't remember what I had heard about it or anything. I just remember hearing that this is a book that a lot of people are reading Mm -hmm. and, and liking. Okay. So I picked it up with pretty much just that. Mm -hmm. And immediately I was like, I I was immediately in because I thought, I, I think the narrator's hilarious, Mm. honestly. Um, and I could see where some people would find it actually really off-putting and not hilarious. <laughs> um, and so I find it interesting because this seems like a book that would either like totally pull you in from the first uh-huh, sentence uh-huh. or repel you with a, an absolute like gut repellent, yeah. you know, like, yeah. like I can't stand this book. I got to get away from it. And so I find that interesting. Yeah. Like it, it seems like a really hard how do you do that right. like you must be either a really good writer or a really bad writer mm-hmm. but like to make some people really think that this is um kind of like charming in a way and yeah. make other people think this is horrible yeah. why would I, you know <laughs> so why I, would i want to hear I from, from a, an autistic viewpoint uh, <laughs> instinct that perhaps and that's why i asked um 
maybe we have different opinions on this book. <laughs> That's part of why I wanted to read it with you. Okay. That's part of why I wanted to read it with you. Because I understand that, like, I have a little bit of a different view on some of that. And I mm. think part of it is because because of my son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, okay, so my son is not autistic. We've actually checked a lot. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, but, like, you know. He's, yeah. But, um. But he has a lot of the sort of mannerisms mm-hmm. and sort of the same, I don't even know what to call it. But, like, for a lot of people who first meet him, I think they assume that he's, yes. like, autistic. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he comes off that way. Mm-hmm. And so maybe for me, because I find him mm-hmm. really funny mm-hmm. and engaging, although most of the time I found him off-putting because mm-hmm. he is. Hmm. But I also find him really hilarious and quirky and charming. Yeah. So for me, I bring that all of that yeah. to the book. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I think an, or- okay. an ordinary person who do- who who doesn't yeah would just find it really off putting. That makes so I was total curious sense. which way it would go for you. Yeah. What's that? I was just really curious which way it would go oh, for yeah. you, and that's why I wanted to read it with you. I could tell that the author was writing it in a way that he wanted the reader to think that it is, like, to be very attached to the character and think that he's just adorable and how he's saying things is whimsical in a way. I just could not, I couldn't get there. I I okay. just thought it was super annoying. <laughs> Super annoying. And, and now that you say that about Jude, it's like, oh, I feel horrible saying that because I don't feel no, that way about no. Jude. I think he's hilarious. No. But for some reason, it didn't transfer in the book for me. And and, and I agree that this character is not, I mean. I, he's not lovable. I, I almost really. don't even like making the comparison because it's not the same at all. Oh, right, but right. I would say this character, I I. Uh, and I don't, and I, I don't actually find him charming. I just think that the way that he explains things and thinks is so and thinks yeah. is so different. It is, yes. It's so different. Yes. Like, and even um, throughout the book, it would show like pictures of how he was thinking of things and organizing things in his mind, which I thought was interesting. Yes. But to tell you the yes. truth, a lot of it I just very briefly looked at because. It was almost oh, distracting yeah. to me from the story. Yeah. And parts of the story. Oh, for me, I, I couldn't, I couldn't understand half of it anyway. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is so far beyond yeah. me. Are you kidding me? I can't right. understand this. Like, I don't have a science brain. I don't have a math brain. Like, right. This, this is yeah, so I far like, beyond me, you know? you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take your word for that. Okay. And then at the end, the appendix with the yeah. whole, a whole big math problem. Yeah. I was like, wow. Ooh, he's like okay. and i love the character and i don't know how to pronounce the name and i meant to look it up so i feel really stupid now but his sort of like i don't know if she's a teacher or what but at the school who's always telling oh, him yeah and she said not to put this in but or she said this wouldn't be interesting mm-hmm. so i'm not gonna explain more or whatever and i just i think that's hilarious because she's actually like taking the time to read this stuff and you know 
that that is like the worst right. editing job in history right. and like you know like like telling him like don't put the entire math problem in exactly. it's four pages yes. of math no yes. one's gonna read the whole math problem well okay i'll just put it in the appendix yeah i'll just make an appendix yeah. like you can hear the whole conversation yeah you know and i just find it hilarious thinking about even like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but anyway yeah for me it <laughs> It, you know when you're with someone and you're like thinking in your head, wow, are they going to stop this conversation at any point in time? <laughs> and like you feel bad interrupting them, but you're like, I want to let them finish, but really, I just really want to go. That's I would how really I love to stop listening book. and walk away now. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, looking at the door thinking, I'll get to exit that sometime soon. That is how I felt. Well, I didn't mean through to. Through the whole book. I did not mean to assign torture. Oh, no. Uh, no, I really it wasn't thought... torture. Because the thing is, I loved hearing about his the relationship with his dad. I thought it was super interesting what happened with his mother. I thought it was, yeah. um, like, cool, you know, how he was able to... Uh, pick up all these new skills because he had the drive and determination. You know, there were certain parts of the book that I was like, oh, yeah. that's really cool, yeah. you know. But yeah, when you're looking at through his perspective, it's just, woo, it was, it was a lot. <laughs> Did it ever make you sad that this is how a lot of people walk through life mm. or not? Um, for, I feel like for a person like him... It would be so normal that he doesn't realize that it's abnormal. So then I don't right. feel like that that is sad for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So. I think it's, it, for me, I think it's more sad for me. Right. Because right. I feel like he is, and sometimes it makes me wonder if that's what it'll be like when we get to be in God's presence, yeah. is that we'll, we'll realize our whole lives have been missing like a fundamental element Mm. of something you know like because I don't think he understands the concept of beauty Mm. or something having value just because it's beautiful or um you know poetry or music or you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like he's missing so many things that for me I mean make life worth living almost you know like yeah and and especially when you think about the fact that, like, he talks a little bit about, like, God and, yeah. um, you know, yeah. whether, you know, creation and this stuff and how um, you are, you know, very unintelligent if you believe that there's a God mm-hmm. because blah, 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 and this and that. And when you see it through his eyes, that makes sense. Mm. Not, I mean, not to me, but you know what right. I mean? Like, it makes sense why he thinks that. Yeah. But he's missing so much. Right. And I just, I, there were moments where I just was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. He's missing all, all of the things that, that enrich my life and make it, you know, like, Do you know make it beautiful. Do you know about and, the author? <sighs> I don't. And I feel, again, I feel bad because I meant to look him up, I'm too. I'm just curious, and like, if it's he was been... writing into the story what he believes or what he thinks that this boy would believe. 
I know. I always wonder that, too. I'm always like, and I wonder very, how much of this he believes so, or doesn't, you know? It's so detailed that you got to wonder if he is really close to someone with autism or if it's something that he's, like, highly researched or you know, how he got I feel onto like this. I, I feel like I did read something about that somewhere. So maybe I did end up looking him up. I can't remember. But I do think that he may have worked with some autistic kids or something. Okay. Um, but I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm going to have to look back and see if I can find yeah. where I found that. But I, I, I do remember sort of something along okay. those lines where it's like, oh, he, you know, he used to work with autistic kids for a bit or something. Um, so I do think he had kind of an up close view right. of what it's like to walk day, you know, yep. day by day to walk, you know, as an autistic person. Um, parts of the story like where he was able to uh, get on the subways and like hide from the police yeah. and all this different stuff do you think that that was I did, as I was reading that I was like I just don't think that this is very believable it felt a, it felt a little implausible yeah like um, you have to take for granted that for granted that he feels like his life is truly in danger right. if he goes home. Right. And I kind of and I kind of didn't. I wasn't uh-huh. really believing it. Yeah. Even though maybe in an autistic person's mind that could be the case where they would feel like they were actually like their life was in danger from their own father just because their father had one incident that was very emotional and he struck out. Right, right. I, I maybe it's maybe it's because I you know, I maybe it's just something that I can't imagine, but would be very normal in the mind of an autistic person. Mm-hmm. But I, I was having trouble buying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially I, I didn't really buy it. Autistic people like it's very hard for them to do anything new or yeah, um, yes, get out of the pattern. And so for him to like yes. completely change his mind about something and sporadically like go on this trip and be able to navigate how to get there all by himself and it's like i just don't i mean uh yeah it's fiction yeah you know but it's like that's really and i don't know if that was for me (laughs) it 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 did feel far-fetched to me at that point too yeah and i and i have to say i don't know if this is the author's imagining of what like wouldn't it be great if like an autistic person found it within themselves to Mm. use all the tools that are in their head to be able to do something that's extraordinary for them Mm -hmm. maybe that's what it was i don't know yeah but um that's all i could come up with was okay well maybe the author feels like wouldn't that be cool you know like yeah um were you, was there but any I agree with you. character that you were, like, I'm really rooting for this person? Uh, I liked the older neighbor. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the old lady. Yeah. I wanted, I really wanted him to somehow, like, befriend her. Yeah. Even though I knew that was probably fairly unlikely because he doesn't really know how to be a friend. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I liked her character. I thought she was very... Um, kind and understanding yes. with him, even though she knew he, you know, wasn't going to be that way back because he couldn't be, right, right. you know. Um, so I thought she was really sweet, and I really hoped that he would somehow, like, become friends with her and yeah. 
confide in her, yeah. you know, which, of course, you know, never really happened. Right. But she was really the only character that I liked at all. Yeah. I didn't like any of the other characters. I was really sad for the dad. Like, he's spent yeah, his the whole dad is, is, is very his sad. Son, and then his son kind of a little bit betrays him. <laughs> like, you know, right. I know he didn't. I don't know. I just think that the dad got a bad rap and like he And I will agree with you on that. Yeah. He spent I, years and years I, dedicating his whole life when his wife like okay, so she's I'll just say it. She uh moved away, had an affair and had an affair, then moved away with the next door neighbor and he um she started writing to her son and the dad actually like, kept the letters, didn't show the boy, and he found them one day in the closet. And, the like, and then a series of things happens, and he runs away, and I just felt horrible for him, because it's like, okay, his wife ditched yeah. him, had an affair, and then his autistic son, like, decides that he's evil and won't talk to him, and tries to run away, yeah. and, like, the pe- police are involved, and... He, he doesn't have, like, any friends. Like, I just felt horrible yeah. for him. He, I definitely had, I would say I had sympathy for him, um, but I didn't necessarily like him. No, I mean, his even though I Even though I had lovable. sympathy for him, I still didn't, right, I still didn't. Yeah. I, I Yeah. I just felt so, bad for him. And then the mom, I, I kind I of agree. never really liked her. No, I think because I most of the book, her. you just knew that she had run away and... Right. Um, wasn't committed or faithful, never visited, you know, just wrote letters. Right. And so it's like, uh, how how can you do that? Like, how can you, I mean, I don't. Right. Yeah. I don't understand that, but I, I know some people, you know, are able to do that. And I'll, yeah, I just don't understand, like, her perspective. Why would you not go and see your son? I don't get it. Right. I know. I will say that, yeah, she, I, I didn't feel any sympathy for her. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you made your bed. I know. And <laughs> you know, I kind of like, wanted him to be like, I don't you know, want to live with you anymore. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, the only one I had sympathy for was the dad, but the only one I actually liked was the sort of peripheral character. Yeah. And she, yeah, you know, she wasn't lady. really, you know, he only had a couple of conversations not a main character. with her. Yeah. Through the whole book. So. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Doesn't their town seem like so depressing to live in? Yeah. Or is it just me? Yes. Like, it seems like that town is probably just block houses all over yes. the place. And <laughs> buildings and like no trees uh-huh. and just, I was like, oh my gosh, how do you live there? <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> just kind of an overview of the whole book. It seems like. How do you live inside your own head? <laughs> yes. True. It's all a theme, Laura. <laughs> exactly. I, I just, it made me, it did make me think, though, after I'd sat with it for a, lot, a while, it made me think a lot about what is necessary for faith and what is, mm. what are the, what's, what is necessary for you 
for a person to come to faith in Christ Mm. because I honestly was like, how could a person like this ever put their faith in Christ? I think, I think for me, the answer would be, it partly lies in how you grow up because obviously he's never been exposed to people who will take him to church or talk about Jesus. And he's also been exposed to a lot of teaching that I, I don't agree with, or like if my child came home and told me that they're learning that I would talk to them about it. So I think that's part of it. But yeah, I mean, the Bible talks about like a childlike faith and I think that anybody can come to salvation um, and God can use... I wonder, though, how, like, if you have no, like, like relational right. capacity, right. how do you... I just... It made me really think, like, what... I, I don't know. I just... It was, it was mm. like, a... Like, such a paradox in my head thinking about, like... Because he doesn't for need relationships and no... he's not good at them. <laughs> like, why would he, he... Right. Why would he think that he needs right. a relationship with Jesus? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. Um, because the whole, the whole concept of like being saved. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, we're saved, you know, from, from ourselves, from our sin nature and from what's inside of us, yeah. but we're saved to a relationship. Mm-hmm. The whole point is that we go from a broken relationship with God to a relationship that's been made right. Mm-hmm. And for someone who has no concept of relationship mm-hmm. at all, mm-hmm. other than there's a human standing over there. And even when it's my father, I don't really have any emotional attachment to mm-hmm. that. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I just, it just really made me think, like, how in the world would you minister to someone like well, this who, to me, you know, it seems like, like a bit of a disservice for him uh, having grown up in that and nobody ever. Like, I guess he had his teacher, but, like, when someone is autistic, you want to try and help them to um, develop relationships, right? Like, those are important. And, um, like, I think of our mom who worked with autistic kids, and, like, they had a plan for that year. What are we going to do? How are we going to... Um, help this child right. learn and grow. And it just seems like nobody ever, ever did that for him. Like, how am I, what do we yeah. need to work on? Because that's just a basic skill for life, for anybody. Like, what what do I need to work on personally? And clearly his issues, part of them were relationship. And I don't think that he represents yeah. autistic people in general because I mean, it's a show, yes, but I have really you seen hope Love not. The, um, obviously, you know, Love on the Spectrum. <laughs> I have like, actually, they, yes, they I have. really do want relationships. They just don't know how to get them, and maybe yeah. that's just for yeah, people that's who, true. Uh, you know, a select few. But I don't think that he represents autism as a whole. I don't think that autism and that's probably fair as a whole don't want relationships they just don't know yeah, how you're probably to develop right. them yeah you're probably right about that and i do think that if you had to pick a speaker for all autism this would not be it. right so right. you know um and i don't know 
again, this is fiction. Right. So I don't know if the author was even going for anything. He, he, I think he was just trying to tell a story. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I think you're probably right. But I do think, like, in this fictional world mm-hmm. that his teachers would have probably had yes. a plan for him yes. for the year and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it would have included any relational stuff. But obviously, he, he seemed like he was more focused on... Um, academics. Mm-hmm. He wanted to, his big goal was to take the A-levels. That was his yes. main, uh, like everything in the, his year was looking forward to yes. that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah. So I feel like, yeah, he should have had more people speaking into his life mm-hmm. saying like, look, that's great that you have like academic ambitions, mm-hmm. but you, we need to also work on your relationships. Yes. And it, and for you know, it, and if you're starting it at 15, you're screwed. It had to have yeah. been, you know, starting when he was really young, right. you know. Um, other, otherwise, yeah, by the time you're 15, it's over. Right. And, I don't think and you I can, And I think they you know, do have certain fixations that they get really attached to. Um, and mm-hmm. it's, like, very hard to step out of the box of, I'm taking my my test. I'm ta- I, that's what I'm, you right. know. But yep. if he... Like you said, if he is geared towards that, then I I just think that realistically there would be people in his life that would, especially right. in the school system, that would be right. like, okay, here's some other things we can work on that we're going to, you know, like even how to have a conversation. Right. Like, and that's one of the yep. things on Love on the Spectrum that they, they have a coach that comes to their house that talks to them about how yes. to have a conversation on a date what's appropriate what's yes. not appropriate how, you <laughs> yes. know what what kind of I love that show <laughs> so it i mean they have to learn And I don't mean things. to be condescending cuz like some people are going to hear me laughing about this and think that is so condescending I'm not trying to be right, that way right. but I I I think it's because I in some ways find it so charming yes. like that there's these people who are just so childlike mm-hmm. they don't understand the basic mechanics of how to how to speak to another human being right. so I find it like very very childlike and sweet yes. in a way yeah um not and not I'm not trying to be condescending no no um because yeah I, I just find it really like, and, and I, I think that again the, I bring that kind of mindset to, to the book where some people like yeah I mean I think maybe even when I read it I can't remember, like, for the first time, I might have mentioned it to mom because I think I remember her saying something about, oh, I would not be able to read that. Mm. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, that makes sense. Mm. You know, like, not having thought of that. Like, it just didn't occur to me. Like, oh, yeah, you might not want to read that. Right. Because you lived it. So, you know, um, but anyway, yeah. So. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting that she said that. do you know when you asked her that? Like, was it a long time ago? And I, and like I said, I don't totally remember if it was in regards to this or maybe it was something okay. else that had to do with autism. I can't remember, but I remember her being like, oh, I couldn't. Yeah. You know, because like, whatever know it was, she was like. When she did work with autistic kids, it was so draining for her. And like. It was. She only it was took able everything to do it for a couple of to years, be able to... I think, because it yeah. was very demanding and it takes all of yeah. you to. Yeah, it, it pour did. Pour into these kids and get I, them just to go to the bathroom in a regular bathroom or, you know, whatever right. their fixation is to help them through that. And, right. Yeah. So. 
I can understand that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I remember just being very like, wow, mom, that's awesome that you are able to do that. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm not. I'm like, but you're doing it. Mm. And I could, I I don't know if I could, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. um, it takes a, takes, I think it takes a strong personal will. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you need, you need to know like within yourself that no, I'm, I'm going to kind of, (laughs) you're going to go head to head with this kid Mm -hmm. and you will come out the winner, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like. And I don't have that. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, no. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, um, yeah. Hmm. So, anyway, it, like I said, it might not have been this book, but. Right. But something that, that counts along those lines, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So, I don't know if there's anything else that you wanted to talk no, about. I feel or, like it was a pretty short, concise book. Yeah. I, I liked the story, um, parts of the story. I think because it was a short read i think we've talked about a majority of what i wanted to talk about so what do yeah. you think yeah yeah i mean that's i mean we pretty much hit everything i was looking to hit okay. so so do you want to do a little rating yeah okay. uh who 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 do you want to go first um i can go first uh okay i have a feeling how you might rate it. I don't know. I'll see. But, um, so we have a rating scale based on coffee, one through five. One is our least favorite, which would be, uh, Folgers coffee. And then a two would be Duncan. Three is, uh, eight o'clock and four is Javalia. And then five is our favorite, which is Pete's. And on a scale of one to five, I would probably give it a Duncan because I just, it just wasn't my my type of book and I feel bad saying that because I I don't feel like it's because he was autistic or anything you know but I do have to remind myself that this is fiction and it's not a real autistic person writing this and I think it would be a lot different if it were so you know but it did give me you know snippets here and there of oh what would that be like or oh is this plausible you know and I did enjoy parts of the story so there you go. Okay. It's a Duncan for me. What gotcha. about you? Well, that that was about what I was expecting. Yeah. Based on your initial reaction. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm sure um, you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. You're not a great poker player, I don't think. You know. No, I'm teasing. Um, But yeah, for me, I am going to give it a Devalia. Okay. I... Like I said, I think I bring a little slightly different oh yeah mm-hmm. viewpoint maybe to it. Um, not like sometimes I feel like people are probably like she's trying to horn in on everything, no matter what. She feels like she has some connection, ah, and I'm like, no, what, I don't have an also, autistic that's person. But what like, reading is you know. about like when you connect with a person or when you connect with a storyline, you want to read it more and you understand it more. Yes, yes. So I get that. Um. So I think partly just because I do sort of under feel like I understand a little bit uh-huh. some of that way of thinking or communicating. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So for me, it's a Devalia. I, I think it's kind of a cute, quirky, funny read. Uh-huh. But I can completely understand that for a lot of people, that's just not the case yeah. at all. So um, feel free to dispute my rating. But, yeah, I, I, I'd give it a Javalia. Okay. Well... So. 
I feel a four like I need to say too that I was comparing this book a little bit to because I knew that he was autistic in the book. So I was comparing it when I started reading to Eleanor Oliphant, which is probably one of my favorite all time reads. Oh, and she yes. I think is she's autistic or at least has autistic tendencies. If and she's that one not, was she's hilarious yeah. to me. So when you compare yes. it, maybe that's not fair of me to do, but I I did think, oh, I've read I a book similar fair. to this, but it was completely <laughs> different. So, yes. Well, and Eleanor is so like like she draws you in. Uh-huh. Like you like she's so whimsical and charming to me. Oh, yeah. I just oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that I, I don't think that's necessarily unfair. They're both fiction. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean <laughs> So yeah, if you haven't read Eleanor Oliphant yeah. is totally fine. Right. You definitely yeah, should. Yeah, we did a podcast um, episode on that one. We did. I I, I do love it. One of my all time really do. Favorite. Uh, like I will recommend that yeah. book all the time. For sure. Yeah. I love it. So well, I've enjoyed talking about this one yeah, with you. Yeah, it's been interesting. Um, even though it wasn't your favorite read. So, yeah. Do you want yeah. to? And if anybody wants to, I always want to hear more from people. Like, oh, tell know. me what you guys thought. Did anybody read it? Like, let us know. I want to hear. You know, it's so interesting to me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, do you want to tell about the next little bit or do you want me to um either way is fine we actually have discussed quite a bit what to do because for us right now if you're listening along with us it's summertime which always brings a little bit of a different uh vibe to our schedules yes (laughs) you know family uh traveling vbs all these fun things so um yeah yeah why don't you tell them what we're planning on sure Yeah. So, um, yeah, summertime you would think would, would slow things down for us a bit, but for me, at least this summer, I mean, I feel like we're in the fast track right now and I know you're feeling the same, um, just a lot going on this summer. Um, all good things, but a lot. Um, so we have decided that we would like to do a four part series on heroes of the faith. Mm -hmm. Um, but we're actually going to push it out just a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do our first book in August. We don't have a specific date yet, but watch um, what you can watch our um, Facebooks and also mm-hmm. just, um, you know, obviously, we'll, you know, we'll put it up. And I it's probably going to be early August, but it might yeah. be a little bit later. Yeah. We don't have a date yet. So keep keep stay tuned for um, more info on that. But what we're going to do is do um, four Heroes of the Faith. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's something that both of us have really been interested in wanting to seek out a little more. Um, And I think the general idea that we've kind of talked about is like, like trying to pick some sort of throughout the age, Mm -hmm. uh, throughout the church age. Um, So, I mean, we, we could obviously go all the way back, you know, do Moses and these, some of these, but we, we only have four, um, we're going to try to keep it to four. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, so we're starting with Paul. Mm-hmm. And the book we've chosen to read is called Paul, A Biography. Mm-hmm. And it's by N.T. Wright. Um, if you know N.T. Wright, he is a huge, like, um, theolo- I, I believe he's a pastor. I can't remember yeah. if it's Anglican or what, what church. But anyway, theologian, um, just uh, he's a... He, he's a translator. He's a, you know, he's done tons of translations. Um, 
anyway, and commentaries and all sorts of things. But he, this one is specifically like a biography. It's about who, you know, who Paul as a, as a person and what his influences were and that kind of yeah. thing. Um, and so that's what we are going to read mm-hmm. and stay tuned for the date on when that will come. Yes. So, yeah. 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 I'm excited. So. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know, something just something I've, I've been wanting to do with you, like just off yeah. the podcast. So I'm excited that we get to do it on the podcast. Pack- podcast right and then other people can join us and um i would love to you know like you said hear people's opinions and insights and um maybe this extra time will give people a little bit um more opportunity to to read the book along with us or um at least get it and you know go along with us a little bit so yeah i'm excited yeah for sure for sure. So, um, yeah, plan to join us next time on Grounds for Discussion, where the coffee and the books are a perfect blend. <laughs>